Uh, hey, Dodsey, how are you? Um, how are you doing there? How's how's quarantine life going for you? Uh, yeah, you know, not too bad. I mean, every day feels kind of the same, but you know, just getting on with it, doing what the rest of the country is doing. I mean, we've been in quarantine. Is it our third quarantine episode now? It's. I think everyone is getting a bit tired of it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's that's one way to to look at things. I mean, there are, I suppose, some other alternative views to the to the whole thing. Really? I mean, I thought things were pretty clear-cut at the minute. We have to suffer through this for the good of the nation. That's that's what the news keeps telling me, or the bits that I, I pay attention to. I mean, we've lost out on several opportunities for, for networking, you know, games cons that we would like to have gone to, the... Uh, EGX res, you know, full on EGX as well. And you're worried about your job. And I've not seen all my family for ages, but you know, we're, we're making the sacrifices and we're suffering through it. So yeah, I mean about all that stuff. What what, what do you mean about all that stuff? What, yeah, I mean, I mean, what what can there be about? That? I mean, to give you a brief heads up, it is possible that some. I mean, I mean some. Um, not much, of course, but but some negative press may be heading our way over this whole quarantine COVID-19 thing. Uh, okay, w- what do you mean by that? I mean, we, we've both been observing lockdown, right? I mean, we had that you know, little time when we were stuck in that bunker and nearly ate each other. Ha, ha, ha. But, you know, since then, it's been pretty simple. You know, stay at home unless you've got no other choice. Stay in quarantine. If you've got the symptoms, don't get within two metres of anyone outside your household unless you've got no other choice it's clear exactly but this is where i think we you know we might get in a little bit of hot water here what, what do you mean by we rudy team dante team we are we are a team we are a team it appears that we as a team may have you know possibly bent those rules um i mean all for good reasons of course but you know but, but no 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 just stop right there okay there is no we in this rudy what did you do? Well, Dante, we, we, as we are a team, we, 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 I was feeling a little bit peaky, or we were feeling a bit peaky, you know what I mean? Peaky? What do you mean peaky? Yeah, you, yeah, you know, a bit, bit of a sore throat, light coughing, that started suddenly, you know, feeling a little bit hotter than usual, all that kind of stuff. Oh my God, are you having COVID-19 symptoms? I mean, possibly, but that, that is very highly unlikely. I mean, we've been in lockdown for weeks, you know, so I mean, I've not seen anyone. I mean, probably just got a cold from that delivery driver kept huffing all over me when i picked up my package but so anyway i thought hang on i need to be i need to be sensible right i probably need to fully 100 percent lock down soon like you said yeah well, well yeah i mean if you've got the symptoms those are the government rules that's nothing wrong with that you yeah just isolate like they say exactly you know nothing you are totally right uh and i thought well hang on i've got children right and what happens if i'm incapacitated who's going to supply them with retro games but Wait, retro games for your kids? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I need to think of them. I need to think for the kids. I mean, you know, little little Bethany needs some old school Mario, right? She'll be caught out for two weeks, even if it went well. I mean, so I did some bidding on eBay, won a few collection-only job locks, and went uh. for a small drive to pick them up. I mean, all within regulations, of course, obviously. Okay, Rudy, this really doesn't sound great, Rudy. Where did you go to pick them up? Oh, you know, mate, not not too far. Uh, just uh, a bit of a drive down to, to Cornwall. Um, you know, right at the very end, you know, which is... Cornwall! Yeah, I mean, that's why I think I got such a good price because, like, the people there were socialising, social, social distancing and isolating because they were vulnerable. They didn't want to go to the post office to post it, so I thought, wow. Cornwall? You live in the north of England. That's 300, at least 300 miles. I'm well, 480 if you want to get exact. But you can see that this was an emergency and the rules don't apply for that kind of emergency. Obviously, I had no choice. To do a collection on eBay? Dude, that is not essential travel. Look it up. Well, you tell that to my daughter. She was having a great time on the drive down. You took her with you? Oh, obviously. You know, you the kid, why did you have a kid out on a long drive? I mean, that's not in the rules, is it? Um, well, I mean, I just needed to have someone, you know, with me. I thought it was probably safer just in case I was really ill, maybe. You, you drove over 400 miles to pick up a job lot of retro games from eBay. That is not allowed you had symptoms you could have infected all sorts of people where did you stop i didn't stop much much where did you stop i was very careful and most places you know obviously weren't open because of quarantine and stuff so just a few service stations petrol stations the eden project and a beach for a walk eden project the beach oh my 
Did you at least wear a mask? Did you take precautions? Well, I didn't let my daughter talk to any strangers, if that's what you mean. You know, I'm quite a good parent. No, no. A mask, hand sanitizer, that stuff. Uh, I did find an eye patch. An eye patch? Yeah, I mean, better than nothing, though, isn't it? So... No, it is not better than nothing. It's worse than nothing, since you can't see when you're blundering into people without social distancing. God. Hmm, I guess that does explain why I kept driving in circles when I wore it. Good thing the roads weren't busy thinking about it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I mean, yeah. <sighs> Good God, Rudy. What kind of... Oh. So, okay, we need to get ahead of the thing. Should we, I don't know, issue an apology? Uh Take the fine, take it on the chin, show that our one or two fans that still listen to us now that we're responsible podcasters? Um, Nah. I mean, look, look, I did nothing wrong yet. And it's all about how you interpret quarantine rules. I interpret them that buying retro games was a life or death situation that needed to be dealt with. I had a small child, for Christ's sake. This was essential travel. Come on. I mean, everyone's going to understand that. That really, really sounds like it's going to blow up in our faces, Rudy. I think we should just... Say you're sorry, get it out of the way. Excuse Dante, trust me, the public and listeners will see it my way, okay? Yeah, I may have had COVID-19, but we also do a gaming podcast, and I had to think of that. You know, this will all be fine, and I doubt I'll even need to mention it again. Hey there, Jam Baggers, and welcome to another episode of the Jam Bags Gaming Podcast with my host, Rudy Manchego, and my co-host, Dante Rodriguez. We hope you guys are doing well and staying safe and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, all that. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the, the, the virus too much, even though we just spent the whole intro talking about the virus and lockdown and stuff. Anyway, this is now our third podcast. We don't want to get into that. Third podcast of, of the lockdown here in the UK, and we're starting to see things ease up, even though I personally think it's way too soon for that. But it does look like game shops are starting to reopen. I I, I would agree with that. We're not gonna, Yeah, we're not going to get political here, but I would agree that... Uh, yeah, possibly with the death rate here in the UK being still quite high and, you know, the fact that it seems that we're utterly incompetent when it comes to, you know, not drinking outside and making a mess. Mm. It's too early. But anyway, we're not going to dwell. We're not going to dwell. Nope, nope, nope. That's not that's not our style here at Jam Bags, is it? No, not at all. Not at all. We don't moan. We don't. We certainly aren't political in any kind of way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We never put political tweets, no. uh, retweets, anything like that. But it does make has made all this stuff has made us think a lot about what we're missing out on at this time of year, and that can be one thing, right? Yeah. Right, Dante. What is what are we missing? What would we normally be doing right now? We are abs- We are usually making up some reason for for one of us to go to E3 and uh, generally report badly on it, either trying to put one of our fake charities forward and try and make some mm-hmm. money out of it or or just generally fawn over Keanu Reeves or whoever might be there. Yeah, I mean, last year was particularly disastrous because you managed to make it, finally managed to get into one of the actual halls, you managed to get into Microsoft, which was a pretty big scoop, we thought. We knew Cyberpunk was going to be there mm. and uh, you got thrown out within minutes of Keanu Reeves being on stage. Um, well, that hot dog was breathtaking. Yeah, I mean, yes, um, but also you're going to fight with some of the some of the bouncers and the, the security guards there. You get quite messy. You refer to Keanu Reeves on stage as Johnny Mnemonic. That didn't go down very well with him or his um, security uh, detail. No, he, he really wants to forget that he was in that film, doesn't he? I mean, he wow. I mean, he has learned a lot as well, martial arts from well, judging from the, the um, extent of damage to your face and uh, rectum uh, between. Johnny Mnemonic, Fire the Matrix, and uh, John Wick films. He is quite a kung fu master. Um, Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a crossover here. Can we do John Wick Mnemonic? John Mnemonic. John Mnemonic. Could that work? That sounds... Oh, you know what? Set it in France. That'd be spot on. Make it subtitled. <laughs> John Mnemonic. Mnemon. Yeah. John Mnemonic. Oh, no, you have there. John Mnemonic. Yeah. Who's... Whose baguette did you steal? I, uh, it was uh, Johnny Nimonwick's. Oh, you idiot. That, was, that baguette was given to him by his, his dead wife. Um, oh, you, you fool. He is going to come up to us with both barrels of a beret now. I don't know. Does that 
It, it could work. It sounds like the sort of thing that you'd find on uh, Ubisoft's TV channel. Yes, it does sound... Sorry, Bubisoft. Not Bubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah, it does sound like one of Ubisoft's um, sort of TV or film tie-ins to um, one of their many, many franchises. But anyway, yeah, E3 was disastrous for us last year, but we were all primed for this year, and um, yeah, it's not happening. You know, let's be quite honest. It was probably no. not really kind of happening anyway, Um because you know yeah, not, not everyone's showing up are they yeah exactly there was no saying go? but you know it's still a focal time for the for the for the world for the for the world to sort of focus on gaming um but then we've been denied that and basically it means we've had to, you know we would normally have what i consider to be a fairly easy episode um but i had a comment on why the what's coming up in e3, oh, e3 or what was in e3 or what we didn't like about e3 or something that happened at e3 or whether e3 was a good e3 all that kind of stuff we can't Stop saying E3. I'm wasting it so much. I want E3. Can we have our own E3, Rudy? Well, that's what I'm thinking, which is that we would have to write (gasps) Sunny Kels to fill this slot that we've got in this part of the year. This is this is our easy month. We normally just you know we just talk about what's well these next two months. Yeah. In this one, in uh, end of May, we record this ready for the start of June. We talk about what's coming up in E3, and then then we generally do an E3 special after that when we say what came out in E3. You know whether we were right or not. We can't do that now, so let's just let's two just, easy months. Let's isn't just it? let's just do our own one. Let's just assume we know. I mean, we probably know. We've been doing this a while now. We probably know what's coming out anyway. Let's just cover it ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, or, or we could just make up a load of bollocks like we normally do. Well, I mean, as I said, we're we're close to being industry insiders because um, you got pretty close to uh, Phil Spencer, didn't you? On when you went to the E three conference last year. By by close, I mean you were thrown past him, I- but. I was no, I he I I saw a little bit of his hair. It was very blurry, but I, I you know he's a stylish guy. That he's a class act, and that practically makes it Jason Scryer. So let's just we, we know what's going to be announced. We'll just we'll just do our only three thing and just see how it goes. So, you know, just come up what things going to be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think can we do the legal bit? Do do the legal bit as well. The legal, the legal bit. bit. Look, um, yeah, we need to start apologising. Come on. You may have heard rumours that, I don't know uh, where you have heard this from, but anyway, you may have heard rumours that one of your hosts, I don't want to say which one, but one of your hosts broke lockdown for retro gaming reasons. Um, we are not going to get into this again. We've we've covered this a little bit already, uh, but just to say that, yes, we are aware of the um, allegations. Um, and there is no further comment from us at this time. No, we, we, We're going to have a couple of scientists ask questions about it, but they, they weren't allowed to talk about things that are political, so they didn't come. Yes. Uh, also, we don't know any scientists. But apart from that, um, we would have not let them ask questions. Have we got any? Um, okay. Should we move on to the news? Welcome, Jam Baggers. It's time for From the Jam Bags, our monthly news section where we round up all the news that's important for you gamers. Now, today we've got a fairly jam packed, if you don't mind the pun, uh, jam packed session. Woo-hoo! So I'm going to get straight into this one. I'm going to get straight into this one. Dante, you've got a pretty interesting story here um, coming all the way yeah. from uh, Central Europe. Take it away, Dante. What do you got for us? Yeah, no, the one of the, the top video game companies in uh, in Europe, you know, surpassing Bubisoft as being the the, the biggest mm. video game uh, company in uh, based in Europe now, uh, from all the way from per the Czech Republic, uh, Laserdisc Blue Balls, which you all know to be big kind of uh, pro gamer uh, software developers, uh, they have a new release coming up. I think lots of people are are waiting for it, are really looking forward to it. Uh, if I was to say the words. Digital badass from the year 2000. I mean, it's had a lot of delays, so they might change that title when it eventually comes out. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. But they literally released six seconds of gameplay, and the entire internet took a shit fit on that one. Wow. I mean, I can tell. I mean, I haven't got the release the podcast yet, but I know that our analytics have just gone like through the roof on, particularly on YouTube. Uh, But that segment Mm, there, we listen to. That, that this new segment we listen to more than um, everything we've ever done up to this point, just because of you mentioning the yeah. fact that Digital Badass in the year 2000, boom, just whew, skyrocketed. 
boom, yeah, yeah, viral already, I'm sure, as soon as, soon as this one gets busted. And, I mean, it's not just because uh, it's such a highly anticipated game, and people have been been looking forward to it, uh, you know, since their last sort of big open-world uh, RPG, uh, but it's just also the fact that it features way, you know, in infinitely more gameplay than all of the recent videos for uh, for Ubisoft's most recent Stabber's Code game. Uh, oh yeah, Stabber's Code, The Headless Norseman. And I mean, and it's not that there haven't been quite a lot of trailers for um, The Headless Norseman. Um, there have been, well, 20, 30 minutes worth, just that, the, just that not one of them featured anything yeah. that remotely could be called a game other than some really radical no, no. Um, CG. Pre-rendered cutscenes, yeah. So, I mean, I mean that's... Hmm. You know what people expect in a gameplay trailer these days is to see absolutely no gameplay whatsoever. But uh, but yeah, no. So it's it's kind of even more bang for the buck. You know, in, in those six seconds of uh, video that uh, Laserdisc Blue Balls came out with, uh, put Ubisoft to shame. Which is why they've moved up the rankings in top software developers in Europe. I feel absolutely. And we would have an interview with um, Laserdisc Blue Balls if we you know, theoretically knew what they would sound like uh, and could do that accent. Um, or understand that accent, I mean. Absolutely. Plus, I'm pretty sure they're so anti, you know, sort of big business in gaming that they see us as part of the establishment and won't have anything to do with us. I would imagine that's the case. We are pretty well established now. Um, we're pretty big. Uh, well, that is an interesting piece of news, um, just because, you know, by dropping that in there, as I said, our analytics have gone through the roof. But I have a bit more... Um, uh, a bit more news for you now, Don. So, oh. moving on. Yeah. Yes. No, you were telling me about this before. Go, go ahead. In the last year or so, we have had some pretty hefty remakes. Yeah, we've had Resident Evil Two, yeah. Resident Evil Three Nemesis, we had Final Fantasy VII remake, um, and those have been great games. Uh, Bold one told. Um, yeah. I've only played the demo of Resident Evil Two, but I know you you were a fan. I've not played the Final Fantasy VII yeah. remake, but again, uh, from what I've seen um, on the on the Twitter, that is a very good game. So, and with good games, we're finding you know this is this is a this is new to most publishers, but um, if you make good games, typically they tend to make a lot of money. It's weird, but they do. Um, it's, and it's people have gone hang in a minute. Yeah, these big budget remakes are making loads of money. So there are, have been an absolute, I don't know, a, what's the word? Uh, well, just a shit ton, to be honest, of a glut. A shit ton, yeah. I was going to use the word slut, but then I realised that, that was not the right word and it was glut that I was trying to go for. But um, there's an absolute slut load of um, big remakes coming on the way. We are getting, I mean, they are really, really looking back what? now. We're getting... Not just HD, but HDR 4K remasters of Treasure Island Dizzy. Not even is it? Isn't that one going up to 8K? Possibly going to 8K so that you'll actually be able to crack, you know, Dizzy like a real egg in virtual reality. Asteroids. Ooh. Yeah. Oh wow, that, that's been calling out for 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 that sort of top-down 2D uh, game to get a full-on 8K remaster. I'm sure. Yeah. And the first Legend Suit Larry. Hey, that was all right. They're stealing our ideas. What the fuck? I feel that this is the problem we've got. We're becoming so mainstream now, Dante, with our podcast reaching so many um, individuals. That's why Laserdisc Blue Balls won't... won't, They're not returning Mm -hmm. our calls, are they? Laserdisc Blue Balls. Also, it doesn't help that they're fictional, but but yeah, no, they're they're not. Exactly. So it's inevitable that when we come up... When we have an amazing brain fart, someone's going to nick that idea. Boom, straight away, because we're we're big now, you know. But also Pong's on the way as well. Pong's has been announced too. Uh, I really can't wait to see what that looks like in 8K VR um, mm-hmm. uh, surround sound. It's going to be just a thing of beauty, clearly. Um, and obviously, inevitably, yeah, we know that Resident Evil 4 remake's coming along. We just know it, don't we? Two, three's come out. Yeah. Four's coming out. And this... I, I think they may have officially announced it, right? Oh, quite possibly. Um, but... Yeah easy to miss stuff like that but yeah well i mean it's it's on its way and we think we've done some we've crunched the numbers haven't we dante and um, yeah no but between the two of us anyway this is the 17th time that both rudy and dante are your your hosts here will have purchased this game from capcom we are literally the target yeah. market for this we are the 
the ones are going to buy it. Absolutely. Now you'll buy. You'll be the sixteenth, and I'll be the seventeenth. So that when we pick up, when you know, between Completely. the two of us, we'll have bought it seventeen times. So uh, we feel that's maybe a little excessive, although it's a great game, so probably worth it. But we we think it's starting to get to Skyrim levels of of re-releasing, and I think maybe it's a touch too much now. It is possibly. I mean, yeah. I mean, Skyrim is available on everything from fridges through to mobile phones through to mm-hmm. uh, you know. Bleeper, beepers, you know, the old sort of 90s things. Um, even Tamagotchis have got them on there now. But I, I think I, I, was in a, I was in a swanky nightclub before lockdown and I saw it actually played on one of those uh, those urinal games, the ones where you kind of you, you pee the controls and it, you know, it plays a little game. Yeah, that was Skyrim, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think you're going to be seeing Resi 4 in that kind of level of saturation. I mean, literally, we piss saturation by that point. Yeah, <laughs> I might quite enjoy playing Resi Resi Four while I'm drunk in a in a pub uh, shooting zombies with, uh, you know, my, my my gun. Yeah, I like. I hope they I hope they keep the creepy um creepy merchant as well. Like, uh, so you really <laughs> hello, like, stranger. stranger. Yeah, hello, stranger. What? I oh, see so you're having a wee there, stranger. What what gun yeah. do you want to buy with that? Yeah, <laughs> I love the uh, I love the Kalashnikov. That's just um. <laughs> anyway uh, all right. uh, on to the next news story Dante what have you got for us okay well this is a, kind of a long running story it's not going to be sort of news to anyone it's just the latest development in this long running story uh, it's the next gen console war and the, all the bragging rights everyone's kind of saying our side their side because you know gamers can't just be one kind of combined unit they have to you know, row with each other about something apparently. So, all the Xboxes are touting the number of hard flops they're having in their package, and you know, all the Sony Express people are bragging about how solid the state of their hard drives are. What's our verdict on this? Uh, on this, Rudy, what do you think? Well, I mean, it's um, let's be clear. These these are going to be powerful machines that, in the end, will do the same things they currently do, pretty much, but slightly better. Yeah, just better than the current gen because technology hasn't moved on that far since then. And okay, one might have slightly faster loading times than the other, but I think it's all going to balance out and you'll pretty much be able to get most of the same games running looking mostly the same on both sets of hardware. Sorry yeah, for saying and, it. and I mean, and, and essentially, PlayStation is going to be better, better of the two. So, you know, I'll, I'll get a PlayStation 5. No, no. I think you know, PlayStation controllers are designed for people with small Trump-sized hands. That sucks. I would disagree because Xbox is used just as an advertising platform. That the um, the OS on on Xbox is just. I don't want adverts for a console that I've already bought. It disgusts me. It just um, I want to see what games I've got. That's why PlayStation uh, Five is going to be awesome, and um, also because Mark Cheney uh, is is a sexy god. Of technology, no, no, no. Phil, Phil Spencer's jackets are the way forward. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much sold by his uh, fashion and hair sense. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, you've got, you've got. I, I can't deny that. Um, yeah, Phil Spencer's jackets are spectacular. Uh, yeah, okay. On that, on that point, you've got me. They jackets are better with with Microsoft. The the, the Phil Spencer jackets. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so don't, so don't come any close on the on jacket front. <laughs> no, no, they, no, they don't. But yeah, no. In all seriousness, I'm, you know, it's just down to personal preference. I think both systems are going to be about as good as each other. Hmm. But this leads neatly into my final story for for this month, which is all about you know yes. we've obviously got the Xbox Series X coming out, but Xbox, you know, Microsoft aren't just you know we've got PlayStation now um, has got a streaming service to it, etc. Uh, it's been around for a while now, but uh, Microsoft are going to you know they've got Game Pass, but they're going to come in on this and the xbox x cloud is you know is looking like pretty much in my opinion the the cloud place gaming platform of the future i mean it's it's just going to come out i think you know microsoft have got a huge amount of um computing know-how and cloud-based services behind them um it's going to make any other cloud-based gaming platform you know seem redundant and i can't i can't name which that that platform is but, no, um, are there any other cloud-based gaming platforms? I don't know that there's there's one that I'm trying to remember. It's it's kind of paling off into obscurity at the moment. No, I mean to be honest, we haven't heard from it for a good few weeks, and uh, you know, it's, yeah, the, 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 the summoning of the great Google. 
Whoa. I sense that you are talking about the clear cloud-based game platforms about the mighty stadium. Uh, okay, so sorry for our listeners. We are welcoming him for like our 50th time. Uh, Dan Danielson from Google, who, although isn't invited to our podcast session, seems to somehow interrupt all of them. Um, sorry, Dan Danielson, I'm going to be quite honest with you right now. Silence, you infidel of the, of the Google Stadia. You will earn some humility about the console of the future that is very, very relevant and not going to be made obscure by xCloud or whatever the fuck Microsoft is coming out with this month. The future is Stadia. You know it, and I know it, and we will all bask in its inevitable glory so that we can play games wherever the f*** we want to play games, on the bus, in the toilet, uh, on work when we're supposed to be working, because lockdown means we can play games when it looks like we're working, and stuff like that. Okay, well that is literally the most advertising I've heard for Stadia since launch so you've just doubled your advertising uh reach there by i am working through every of i am working through every single one of these low level podcasts working my way up to people like angry joe and people like that i will get there in the end and spread the message whoa 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 low level i'll have you know that we are very very much low to mid-tier now maybe if mid-tier is still quite low. If you would sell your souls to the Google and endorse the Stadia and bring the Stadia into your lives, perhaps we could arrange for your standing to be improved, Mr. Rudy Manchego. Yeah, no, we're all right, to be honest, I think. Um, no, I no, I think, I think we're good with that, aren't we? Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I think uh, it's not about selling out. We're all for that. I just don't think if we're going to sell out, I'd rather not sell out to Stadia because... Um, that is doomed. No, no, could 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 you f*** off now, Dan, Dan, Danielson, please? Well, we have got to, we've got to put some better cybersecurity in our on our on our laptops because he just how, keeps. How do we up. stop that from happening? Is it coming through that? It... We've got to stop using Google Chats, haven't we? That's probably why. Well, I think no, so. I yeah, we're, we're using Google Drive to, to keep our scripts on, so he he must be reading our scripts to see what's coming uh, coming up and know that he's uh, he's getting mentioned. Oh. He's a creepy he is, guy, isn't he? He is just I mean, I don't know, Stadia, honestly. Right, let's let's move on, dude. Let's let's go on to our let's go on to um our our, our next segment. Now, well, welcome all to a brief press conference to address the rumours circulating around that my my, my co esteemed co host, Mr Rudy Manchego, uh, broke the lockdown by, by driving across the country with his daughter to buy some retro games for his GameCube and NES, SNES, all that stuff. Firstly, I have talked with Rudy extensively today, and after hearing him explain his actions, as well as how far he got in trying to get to 100% Bloodborne on the PS4, I am confident that he has acted legally, responsibly, and with integrity. He is also nowhere near getting 100% on Bloodborne, because he's shit. I will not be addressing further rumours that he drove over 800 miles wearing two eye patches whilst suffering COVID-19 symptoms or that he had a urinary infection that meant he had to stop every 15 minutes at a petrol or gas station for a little tinkle. Also, the rumours. He drove that way for a job drop of mainly EA Sports games such as FIFA or Madden from the mid to late 90s, are also palpably and demonstrably false. We are confident he would only go on such a trip for such a purchase as Conker's Bad Fur Day on N64, even though you can get that in you know, rare replay for the Xbox now, or Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I am sure we can all agree would make any lockdown breach totally worthwhile. We accept that some of you mad lefties will no doubt be discouraged and perceive this as one rule for you gamers and other rule for us. But one must understand that we run a very successful gaming podcast. Therefore, the normal legal rules may be bent in the execution of the public interests. I will take no questions at this time 
and I am sure this will put matters to rest. <coughs> Rudy, can I stop doing the Bojo voice now? It hurts. Uh, yeah, that'll do. That'll do it. <laughs> okay, so that's that's good. that's fixed it, right? No more, no more comeback on that. Ah, oh, I don't think I don't think there'll be near, there'll be no no more attempt. I think that's going to just put a bullet in this. That's going to silent everyone else down. How could you get annoyed with that? Okay, Jam Baggers, it is time for our coverage of what we can only imagine would be what would be happening at E3 now uh, in the back of our heads, uh, straight through to you. Yeah, this is, I'm so hyped, Dante, for this. This is, yeah, this is, this is, this is what it's about being a gamer. E3 2020, the event that no one wants to miss, although they are inevitably missing it. This is where it is all kicking off. And we are literally here to bring you, as it happens, the announcements. We have got all the summaries from yep. all the big ones. We've got Microsoft. We've got Square Enix. We've got Ubisoft. We've got Bethesda. We've got Sony. We've got, what's the other one that yeah, does stuff? Yeah. EA. We've got them as well, probably, if we can be bothered. We've got all the big, all the big names. We're going to go through all the announcements. And first up on the list, which is no surprise, they always have the big glitzy event. It's Microsoft, oh, yes, Dante, do. isn't Microsoft. it? What have we got? Okay, we have Microsoft showing up here with uh, really kind of rolling out the details about uh, the Xbox Series X and starting that mm-hmm. with the detailing on Phil Spencer's jacket. I mean, check that out. Oh my! I, I mean, seriously, I've I have not seen. Well, I have not seen a jacket like that. Just. Um, Ooh, that I mean, is I don't, fresh leather. The crowd speechless. The crowd is, is, yeah. The crowd is speechless looking at his jacket. They cannot tear their eyes away. This is like this is what E three is about. This is a moment. This is another mm. moment in E three history. This is in the political the, uh, the the gaming zeitgeist, isn't it? I cannot take my eyes off that jacket. I may be going blind looking at how shiny. I mean, it is. it's it's so the leather is so fresh. I can actually see blood dripping from it, like down to the floor. It's, <gasps> the cow doesn't even know it's gone yet. That's how fresh it is. I can hear it mooing. I can hear it mooing. That's, that's not the crowd booing, is it? No, it's definite mooing. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, P- Peter, Peter, uh, you know, PTA are going to have a field day with this. But at the yeah. same time, who can deny that that is a bold statement for Microsoft right out of the gate? They are not messing around with this come upcoming generation. Mm-mm, no, and uh, okay, so we got something else about the Xbox and, Series X coming up here as well. Wow, oh, it's on screen. They've yes. actually got a copy of the model. Wow, you can see it on stage there. Look at it. And looks like, this is exclusive, guys, looks like the Xbox Series X can also be used as a boombox if you oh. need to raise it over your head to make up with a girlfriend, boyfriend, or partner. And they have, oh, I don't believe it. That is just genius. They have oh, got John man. Cusack to that demo is... that feature with a brown coat. Yeah, I mean, that this obscure uh, late 80s, early 90s reference to uh, a teen romantic comedy is just... I mean, it is. It is. It's, bravo, sir. It is. I mean, bravo. I, I I often thought that Microsoft would say anything, but clearly they they they're really giving us the goods this time. <laughs> they are, yeah. And oh, they are focusing now on the controller, Dante. What can you see about the new controller for the Xbox Series X? Oh, the new controller. It, it looks like it's designed for people with normal sized hands, not the teeny weeny itty bitty ones that you get for the PlayStation Five. Exactly, they are viewing it. They are well. They're being cheeky with a little bit of video there of Donald Trump trying to touch the buttons, being able to because he's got such teeny weeny hands. Um, they are. Yeah, no, ooh, they, they, I mean, they, they want um, <laughs> they want Sony to be the uh, the console of choice for for the Trumpster. I mean, I, I doubt he games at all, but uh, but yeah, he, he he would have no problem with with the the tiny minuscule controllers in, for, with his well, tiny they little are. baby sized hands. They again. They've come out guns blazing in this in this in this do here. Now let's just. They're just going to quickly. They're just showing up their their exclusive launch slate of games coming for 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 Xbox Series X. And yep, there is there's 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 Halo. Excellent. Can't wait to see what's. Yeah. And it's finished. Okay, so there it's, it's, it's Halo. Yeah, so there's Halo. It's just Halo, for. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's just Halo. Okay, well let's. Is that okay, a remaster well, that, of the first one, or is that actual new Halo? It's a new Halo. Is that um, actual new Halo? It's oh, wow. new Halo okay. made by the people who made old Halo, but not the old, old Halo that everyone likes, the, the new Halos people don't like. But, okay, so that, that ended uh-huh. rather abruptly. Let's move on now. We have got Square Enix. They are going to do their presentation. Big year for Square. They have had some success, haven't they? They have. No, they've uh, they've got uh, some serious hits on their hands. They've got uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, is is one of their kind of big hits here. And I think the, the first thing they're going to announce is... is 
about that as well. Oh, they are in fact announcing. Yeah, no, they they, they are full on announcing a remaster of that remake. So not the next part, so just, a, just a remaster or remake. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So if I understand it, just see what's on screen right now. Final Fantasy Seven remake remaster so it's called the r of uh, okay so rather than release the second or third parts of the original uh game and focusing on that which they are telling us now is still another 15 years away uh they are now remastering a game that released this year um with a new remaster with the key differences being that cloud now has a black emo hairdo rather than blonde um Ooh, okay and Every character that That's... died in the remaster will now live, and those characters swap around. So, uh, a complete different uh, finale death roster, as far as I can understand it. That is, well, I mean, trust Square to, um, you know, who would Give have seen what they, they would have revisited one of their existing franchises and remade the game yet again? Who would have thought that would have been on the cards? Huh. Mm-hmm. No, that that that's complete surprise. Ab- absolutely. Okay. Oh no, I recognise this theme music. This is the Avengers theme music, isn't it? Yeah, Ooh. no, I can, I can hear that. Ah, no, they're talking yep. about their new, their new Avengers game, and oh wow, wow, they are laying out a serious roadmap to that. Check that out. Wow. So there's, there's month one. Okay, that's gone. Okay, so that's what coming month, uh-huh. month, month after release. Month two. Month three. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, there's some good stuff coming in. Big events. And and then sequel. That's when. That's when the sequel's out. Oh, 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 look at that. Uh, Avengers 2, Age of Loot Boxes. Yeah, no, no, I think I'll, I'll be pre-ordering yeah, they that. Are, they are definitely doing, trying to do an MCU there and build up um, anticipation. Interesting choice. I don't know what they mean by Age of Loot Boxes. I don't know what they're trying to convey with that message. Um, it seems, mm. I don't know if it's going to be a plot point or a mechanic in the game. It's very difficult to tell, but they are definitely, wow, they are throwing more Avengers in there, and they're all opening loot boxes. I can see Vision; he's opening a loot box. I can see uh, Black oh, Widow; yeah. she's opening a loot box. Um, oh, wow, she seems so there. happy that she got like a really good character, didn't she? Yeah, um, she's opened up. She's got a pink Thor. Um, they're introducing Scarlet Witch; she's got a loot box. Um, Hawkeye seems to have a more prominent part. Yeah, but he's got a loot box. He shot it with an arrow, and he's opened it with an arrow. Um, yeah, they are really living up to the title with this. So yeah, so their roadmap is oh, three yeah, months look, long, they've... followed by a sequel. Yeah, no, no, check this one. Out. It's like Captain America's shield's been turned into a roulette wheel, and if your little ball lands in the right place, you unlock Iron Man. Gee, oh, I can't wait to, to to gamble to play this game. Oh wow, yeah, they've they fit in the extremist uh, storyline from Iron Man in there as well. That's, that's also touched upon in Iron Man three the film, and and now, yep. The nanobots can form to make a loot box. Okay, well, no, definitely very clear signposting. I think away the way that franchise going. Let, let's let's move on, Dante. Let's move on to um, we have um, our favourite Gallic uh, publishers, uh, Bubisoft next. Hey, Bubisoft. Yes, no, uh, they are going all out with their uh, their announcements about uh, Stabber's Code, Headless Norseman. Now that's uh, mm. you know that's a fantastic, very cinematic, very exciting, pulse pounding music, lovely graphics, all those nice kind of uh, environment shots, all all the, the kind of rolling hills and the, and, the, and the oceans and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, they're saying it's a gameplay trailer, but but yeah, no, it's there's no gameplay here. No, it's it's. Um, in fact, there's there's just people talking in um, British accents for over vignettes of countryside. However, okay, this is going on. It's been 25 minutes so far of this uh, gameplay trailer with no gameplay, um, uh, and it's over. However, I've got a fairly certain that we're mm. going to see uh, the next one up is going to be. We haven't seen much from the last couple of years. They're going to come out and show us Skull and Bones, the uh, the pirate. Sim, that's a bit like Assassin's oh. Creed for Black Flag, that, that game yes. by Ubisoft, but Ubisoft have got their own version out yeah. now. And I think any second now we're going we're gonna to see a yep, trailer. It's for, coming, uh, I can tell that. Yeah, the lights have gone the, down. The, the music, I'm sure. It's in the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the lights oh. are out, it's gone. No, oh, they, they've left the stage. They've just. They've, they've just, just gone. They've just left a. Literally, they are just they're hmm. just showing static on screen. Um, maybe there's, this is going to be a surprise. The static's going to no, no, they turn the lights out. Okay, 
Uh, well, that's it for Ubisoft this year, then. They've got a game coming out that maybe has some gameplay in there somewhere, and their other games are not mm. being shown. Okay, well, up next, we've got the next big hitter. We have got Sony. Now, Sony made a big deal about oh. E3 and not being there this year, but they have rented a full theatre, their usual theatre, uh, just outside the mm-hmm. E3 venue. They It's packed to the gills with press. You can see lights flashing. Yes. The photographs. Their oh, lights are going it's down. It's so good that they decided to come instead. Yeah, their lights are coming is, down. Yeah, I'm really glad that you turned on that. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, oh. Just a little bloke's come out with a sign. It says, um, what is it? it go says to there. the Sony only event. Yeah, go to the okay. It's, 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 so he's got one sign. It's put, so go to the Sony only event. Okay, he's lifted up a friend of side. It's a bit like the Bob Dylan music videos. His friend of side, it says, across the road in 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Uh, well, Sony have well, not turned up to E3. Yeah, no, well, we, I, uh. I, don't, I don't think we've got the feed for that, so we're going to miss that event. Sony have gone out of their way to prove they're not going to E3 by renting the entire theatre and packing it full of the gills, but um, pulling the wool over everyone's eyes by not actually being there. That's just that's typical Sony, isn't it? You didn't know what they're going to do next. Mm. They're just trying to win on the whole, you know, not actually showing the new console. It's yeah. a bold strategy. It is. It's a um, very bold strategy, Cotton. I, I, I can't quite figure out. Uh, I but, guess. Well, hey, I mean, those of you that can walk across the road in 10 minutes' time will we'll get to see a lot more than we do. Yeah, well, okay. Um, well, um, I guess that rounds us off with um, a couple more. We've got Bethesda. Don't see what we've got coming up from Bethesda. Oh, check it. Yeah, t- I mean, I love Bethesda's one. I mean, Todd, ha- Todd Howard, he's always so funny, isn't he? Oh, yeah, here he's he is coming on stage. Good old Todd. Oh, he is a, he's a joker. <laughs> oh, oh, he has. He's already hair. winking and smiling. Oh, look at him going. Oh, look at he's gonna. Uh, you know, I would be. You know, uh, I would be very surprised if he wasn't anyway self-deprecating about Fallout seventy six for a second year. Oh no, he is. Oh, he's made a pun. Oh about, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Did not. Oh, I tell oh, you what, yeah. all is forgiven, Todd. Don't worry. You just release, keep releasing turds of games. That's don't you? you know, if you're going to keep doing these apologies, I'm I'm going to keep keep buying your games. Yeah, they've got yeah, people man. in the crowd that are laughing. Um, you know, they're all throwing money in the air. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing they're so happy they're throwing money, the money he's given in them, the air. Right? We, well, yeah, they are passing and yeah. being passed along from the side by Bethesda reps. But uh, I mean, okay, well, they're being very generous, I guess, to the people they've paid to to, to clap along and, and laugh at Todd, uh, Todd's jokes. Mm-hmm. But hey, um, have they actually? Now, is there any other games they're actually going to announce Bethesda? Um, mm. I mean, oh, we could oh. expecting Starfield, but. Oh, music's coming down. Anything? I can hear. I can hear some iconic music. That sounds like a big orchestral number. Ooh. And yes. could it be Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls six. six. Yeah, it should be six by now. Sure, I mean, unless you count Blades, which we don't. So and oh, th- th- that's interesting. The um, the, the, the we can see the title. We can see the words Elder Scrolls six on there. And it, yes, I am pretty oh. much one hundred percent certain they have changed the font on that. And are we going to see? Oh, no, it, just, man. It, it just says coming 2030. Okay. So we've had a font change in the last two years. That's, that's, um, that's great. That's yeah. Really good. My uh, excitement is at a fever pitch because of the wow. new font. Clearly, they must be so much further ahead than, the, the, than they were. I mean, yeah. Year. I mean, look at how much work they made two years ago. It's in the last two years. They've gone from that pre rendered trailer with one font to a black screen with a different font. I mean, I can't. Those guys are just steamrolling ahead on that particular franchise that everyone wants. Um, interesting to note, though, that yeah. there was a little sign at the bottom that said that font change had been done using the same Fallout and Elder Scrolls engine as was first created on PS2 era days. So uh, we can definitely <laughs> still expect that engine all the way through to 2030 by the looks of it. But that seems to wrap it up from Bethesda, which leaves us with just today EA. Ah, EA, yes. Now they're. Uh... Yeah, they've got some shocking announcements from EA. I did not see any of these coming. Mm-hmm. It looks like there will be another FIFA game out this year. Wow. Could not... I mean, I just wish I'd been to the bookies mm-hmm. and put a wildcard bet on that one because I think I would have absolutely, you know, been a millionaire by now. I would not have seen... That. Oh, yeah, oh, my you, God, you another, another, another Madden game as well. Did you see that one coming? I had no idea they were going to do another Madden game out. That is, the, you know, completely blindsided me. Oh, and and an NHL game, a hockey. Yep, no, God. that's 
Man, no, they seriously. really know how to throw those surprises at us. For what I would say has been an interesting up and down for E3, EA have come out and just blown it away. I mean, obviously there's no other games, they're just walking off the stage now, but they've got no other games to show and uh, anyone cares about. But, mm. I mean, wow, I was expecting anything but their three most famous franchises that come out every year to come out again for another year. I mean, this, this. I mean, okay, let's just, E3 have gone now, sorry, EA have gone off the E3 stage this is rounding up our mm. E3. Oh, no, uh, there's, a, there's a guy coming back. There's a guy coming back. He said, yeah. he's reading us. We grudgingly admit that you guys quite like single-player games, so maybe we'll eventually give you another Jedi Fallen Order game if you, you know, buy the microtransactions this time. Oh, okay. That's that's good news. Well, okay. I mean, that's possibly a, an odd way to end the conference. So, I mean, let's, let's round this up, Dante. E3 2020. Mm. It's been a roller coaster ride for us. What has been your highlights? Uh, well, my highlight has been, um, you know, just basically pulling all of this out of, of yours and my imagination because it's not really happening. <clears throat> um, I'd like to make a um, short statement here. Uh, my name is Rudy Manchego. I'm a co-host on the Jambags Gaming Podcast. Um, further to the statement given earlier in the podcast by my co-host, I believe that given the stories that have been circulating around in the media, particularly on my street where someone put poo through my letterbox, I have decided it's time to clarify the matter of uh, the allegations that I broke quarantine over retro gaming. Um, I would like to say, just set the record straight for what actually did occur, on March 28th, while we were in the midst of the official government lockdown and a mission to stay home because of the deadly COVID-19 uh, coronavirus, I did indeed stay home. I followed all regulations, except when I didn't. But even then, I had a reason. My wife had coronavirus um, and we had two young children. Faced with the reality that I would more than likely develop symptoms too, I realised that we were facing two weeks of quarantine at least until we could leave the house. This left me with a stark choice, to stay at home and not buy any gaming or retro gaming merchandise, or risk my credibility in the retro gaming scene by buying games digitally from stores like the Nintendo eShop, PlayStation Network, Steam or Xbox Store. Given that I may be left with only several hundred unplayed games in my backlog, and of those only 20 to 30 were suitable for my daughter, I did what I believe any self-respecting parent would do and decided that we needed to get more games before we could lock down safely and responsibly. On that instance, I went on eBay and began to actively find auctions of large job lots of retro gaming toys. Given that there was a lockdown, the usual, seller mar- users, usual seller's market rules didn't apply for anyone unwilling to post items. I therefore managed to secure nine near mint NES games, four loose Super Nintendo games, three box Game Boy Advance games, 22 Nintendo Wii games, a broken nunchuck for the Nintendo Wii, a Kinect that I instantly binned, and a slightly damaged copy of Silent Hill 2 for the PlayStation 2, you know, the one with the card sleeve. It also had within it the Holy Grail, a stained loose copy of Conker's Bad Fur Day on the N64. I am aware that several media outlets have spread lies on this matter and contend that I only got a non-working copy of Bubsby for the Super Nintendo. As usual, this is untrue and a downright lie, though I do have a copy of that game. The job lot was, unfortunately, only available for collection in Penzance in Cornwall, whereas I live in the north of England. As a responsible parent, I packed my eldest daughter into the car with me and we had a full tank of diesel which could easily get us over 600 miles without stopping once. To ensure I was awake and alert, even as I started to show symptoms, bearing in mind I was poorly, I kept a full face mask on, um, not eye patches as reported in the media, and drank two litres of water every 30 minutes to keep me alert. My daughter kept this stocked up so I could concentrate on the road. Despite all of this, I did not need to stop for the toilet once, I can assure you. My daughter did wet herself twice, but we had prepared and bought a light sponge bath for the car. We travelled down, collected the games, washed ourselves down en route and on the way back and only stopped once on the return journey to visit several tourist hotspots and have a full barbecue in a national park. I will not be resigning from the Jam Bags Gaming Podcast and I am confident the public will fully understand the circumstances behind this trip and why it was so necessary. I will not be taking any questions at this time. Thank you. Nailed it! Ah, zing! That is going to, there is going to be no more questions yeah. after this about that. 
No more repercussions at all. No, we're, we're all good now. Yeah. I mean, I thought you had it nailed at the um, your your speech, but I think between that and this, the public are going to have nowhere to go and get, you know, no one can get annoyed with that. So no, uh, should we uh, start to wrap up the podcast between, then? Yeah, I think between the two of us, I mean, the fact that I did it in the Boris Johnson voice and people seem to lap up anything that twat says, so, you know, it's uh, it's, it's going to yeah. go down well with people. Yeah, this is, this is a non-issue. Right. All right, mate, let's roll up and uh, let's mm-hmm. end this podcast. Okay, Jam Baggers, we are getting towards the end of our podcast, which is traditionally where we will take uh, listener and user questions uh, for the uh, for the answering at this point. And we have had a question come in from uh, one of our fairly long-term listeners, a Counter Surveillance One. Uh, he has asked, is virtual reality better than real reality? Uh, Rudy, do you want to take this one? Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting question because, you know, as of at time of recording... Uh, the reality of the world is, as we are, you know, at the recording end of May, is that there is a deadly pandemic still sweeping the globe, uh, which is causing huge loss of life and disruption to lives, uh, not to mention uh, huge financial damage to economies globally. Uh, at the same time, as I literally as I speak, uh, North America is in flames over the um, uh, Black Lives Matter Floyd. and uh, exactly and the uh, systemic um, racism and police brutality across the United States, which is a serious issue, and there are protests across the US and indeed across the world. Uh, and I think mm. I've just seen the news that uh, Anonymous have dumped an absolute uh, shed ton of documents that have uncovered more police brutality, as well as links between Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein, and Naomi Campbell, as well as possibly the royal family. So. I don't know what you mean about reality, uh, virtual reality being better no. than uh, than than a real world. What could be better than this this timeline that we've got right here? Um, oh, don't, even, don't even know what you mean. It, yeah. Do you think now might be the the, the virtual reality and that we're uh, you, you were kind of living this out and we all just need to take off our VR headsets and realise that it was a uh, that it was all you know just a VR induced dream coma thing? Whoa, <laughs> my mind is literally I don't even Ooh. know. Well, I just uh, I'm I'm just going to try I'm just going to try this just in case existence is paused. Did it work? Uh wait, a I'll just I'll just quickly look okay. on the news. Now we're still f***ed. Oh, fuck. Okay. No. All right. So I guess that's our question which is that I think it's kind of self-explanatory why would any virtual reality be better than this reality? I've got no idea. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. We do have another question come through. Yes, yes, we did. Um, again, technically, it was a Twitter poll that we were tagged in, but uh, uh, Gaming Wit has asked, uh, you know, what is our going to be our, uh, what have we been playing during lockdown? What is going to be our next purchase uh, that's gaming related? And what's our opinion of the uh, of the next gen of console? Now we kind of covered that uh, the, that last part in our earlier segment, but. Uh, the first two questions, Rudy. What have you been playing, and what's your next purchase? Wow, uh, what I've been playing? Quite a few different games. I have played, uh, finished up Terminator Resistance. Um, I played Deracin or Deracin. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a VR game by From Software. Uh, I played indie games, Sea of Solitude, and I'm desperately trying to get through Bloodborne New Game Plus at the moment and get the 100% platinum <laughs> trophy. So that's what I've been playing at the moment. What about yourself, uh, good sir? Okay, uh, I have been uh, playing Greedfall, which is is a not bad kind of classic Bioware style RPG. Maybe doesn't have quite the same sharp writing that uh, that Bioware did it back in the day, but is still sort of scratching that RPG itch that we're not getting from actual Bioware these days. I have been really casual gaming it with Lego City Undercover. It's it's just so easy. I know technically it's aimed at three year olds, but it's it's just nice to play. Uh, Skyrim VR, uh, you know, I'm really impressed with how immersive that is. I'm fairly new to VR, but that one, that one's fantastic. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, uh, that's just a, a real retro kick for me. I'm really loving Streets of Rage 4, although it is harder than I would maybe like. Uh, Super Hot, again, I'm looking forward to, to getting that in VR, but I've been playing the, the, the standard version of it. Uh, Far Cry 3 Remaster. I never played the original Far Cry 3, and I'm still quite enjoying the Far Cry 3 Remaster. Fallout 4 was maybe a bit bleak, so I didn't play it for very long. Uh, but those are the games I've been playing since uh, since lockdown. I've been getting through a lot of films as well. 
Cool. So, Dante, next purchase. Next gaming purchase. Um, to be honest, I, I have pre-ordered Iron Man VR mostly. I mean, I, it does look like a good game, but to be honest, I'm mostly pre-ordering it because it comes with two free move controllers, which you just cannot get for love nor money right now, mm. uh, obviously. And uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, Digital Badass from the year 2000. I've got both of those pre-ordered. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Myself, what have I got? Uh, Last of Us Part 2 is the next game I'm going to purchase. Um, yeah. It's coming out in June. Really can't wait. You know, uh, we spoiled most of it in the last month's podcast. So if you want to find out what's going to we happen, did. check that out. But um, yeah, that's the next one. I'm also going to join you probably with getting Iron Man VR. That's at the start of July. So uh, really looking forward to playing that. Um, and we, we played it at EGX last year, didn't we? It was a we lot did. of fun. It was just really good fun. Um, and I'm, I've been very much enjoying my VR this year. A lot. I've played a good three or four games in the last uh, since lockdown started as well. And uh, can't wait to get. Oh some yeah, um, well. Astrobot, Astrobot VR. You said, and I've played sort of the first level and the demo that came with it. Astrobot. Yeah, that's that's a great VR game as well. Yeah, it's, it's it's fab, and so what is we 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 know that we know the battle lines have been drawn between the two of us on the next gen. Um, your <laughs> Xbox. I'm PS5. Uh, you're a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Um, you know, you're the no, Jets. no, no. You're country. I'm rock and roll. No, no. Uh, who's the sharks? Country, right? um, the sharks. Um, there's. You're the bingo. I'm the wings. I don't know. Um, but you know, I think what we will say about next gen is that we know what we're going to get, but we're going to leave off. We're going to definitely do an episode about next gen uh, console wars. Uh, probably more in depth but i think we probably need to know more about the consoles before we can right now we don't really know what the anything about the ps5 other than it's got a, a swanky mm-hmm. controller um uh, we've no you know demonstration we don't know we don't know the price points for either of the consoles we don't know really mm-hmm. what the game situation is going to be for them for the you know there's a there's a there's a few third-party titles floating out there we don't know what else microsoft's bringing to the table we don't know what sony's bringing to the table in terms of first-party games at the start of june next to this coming thursday there's supposed to be a reveal for ps5 we shall see um yeah. but you know right now we know what we're going to get uh we're both opposites which means that our um you know chances of us being able to collaborate or co-op on any games on uh, that gen is, is unlikely unless um, multi-platform games yeah, for are for a little while at least and this, yeah, yeah. Uh, that cross compatibility I don't know if that's ever going to happen but uh, but you know we've still got our old consoles and I'm, I'm you know you've still got Game Pass I'm hoping that we'll be able to uh, to team up and you can help me get through some of this Streets of Rage 4 because man it's it's too hard for me please help <laughs> And I think uh, that pretty much wraps um, wraps up this podcast. So, Dante, let's do our usual thing, which you're supposed to do in podcasts. Uh, where can people find us uh, and listen to us? Well, they can listen to us on all good podcasting outlets, so Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Simplecast. Uh, they can also listen to the full podcast on our YouTube channel, where we are really trying to get some video content out mm-hmm. as much as possible, but uh, not yeah. as possible with our, uh, our work con- uh, commitments. No, but uh, we we've, we've, we've done a lot uh, better with the YouTube content, so for those who want to check it out, uh, over the past uh, month we put out three videos so far, um, a really great little analysis yeah. uh, trailer reaction from Dante on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, <laughs> uh, oh, with some, some dubious... Fantastic sub- Viking puns in those. Yeah, there was quite a lot of work on the Viking puns went into that. Uh, I put together <laughs> a little video talking about uh, 10 th- retro gaming things to do during lockdown, which... Um, I've uh, was embarrassed that my parents have watched, which was slightly ruder than I wanted, than I would have done <laughs> otherwise. And uh, we also did a new intro video for our podcast. So sorry for podcast and channel, just to get a little bit of a video, people coming on coming on board. Um, so do check out our YouTube channel. Please do like and subscribe if you can. We uh, would really really appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, and Please we're going to get some more. More, more videos out now. I have a uh, couple in the works at the moment, including uh, top five or top ten uh, most overrated uh, indie games by our indie game uh, editor Gus Van Plutz. Um, oh, and yeah, I think no, we'll have to get him back on the show. Yeah, and we'll have some more trailer reactions, I believe, as well as more games are revealed in this period. Yeah. Hey, 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 Rudy, 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 Rudy. What, what do you call a, a, a werewolf YouTuber? I don't know, Dante. What do you call a werewolf YouTuber? A like and subscribe. 
So you can also find us on Twitter uh, at jambags underscore UK for the main account and also uh, uh, Dante, your Twitter handle as well. Uh, at uh, dansolo96, although it might be changed to a, uh, a, a Jambags official one at some point uh, when, when I get around to it. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Instagram uh, at jambags underscore UK. Uh, we have a Facebook page uh, for you know, Jambags, just search for Jambags on Facebook. And. No, I think that's pretty much it. Um, so, everyone out there, stay safe in these crazy chaotic times. I don't even know what's going to be the lead lead into the next episode. Every every Still month seems here? to be more and more mad. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, no, no, I realise that, no, no, death threats aren't anything to be, you know, ignored, no, we need to take those seriously. Yes, I know, we're getting poo through the letterbox, yes, I do realise that, mm-hmm. No, Mum, I know what the lady down the street thinks as well, she thinks he's a, I can't say that word, that's even too bad even for our podcast. Oh, yeah, okay, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not sacking him, I, he's integral to the podcast, and we can't complete our world domination without him on the team okay mum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay bye mum see you at, see you at dinner <sighs> what's his number hey Rudy you uh, there? yeah yeah Dante how you doing it's good not good to speak to you how are you doing Yes, sir. Ah, bollocks. <laughs>